0: Hello, folks, and welcome to the Memory Lapse Podcast. I would like to apologize for last week's podcast. Now that's out of the way. I'm Tim. I'm (laughs) Genji. I'm Tyson. All right. So uh, this time, I have nothing to do with the topic at hand. Uh, Tyson, what what is is it that you've you've made me come here now to do? Well, I
1: mean, we didn't have a good talking point, so we figured I'm just going to ramble on for a bit and be very, very angry at a card by the name of Collected Company. Because Collected Company, like, first off, if you look at the open of this last weekend, not even counting the one before that, um, Collected Company is all over the top eight. It's all over day two. The deck is, like, hands down the best deck in the format. Um, When watching Collected Company play, they're like, oh, he casts Collected Company, and if he does this, he just, like, wins the game or he doesn't die. Like, Collected Company gives far too many options for its mana cost. It can net you six mana of creatures, sometimes you miss and only get one creature, at which point you're still getting three mana of creatures at instant speed, but part of the problem is that the cards that you're getting at instant speed are just disgustingly good. Like, you're getting Reflector Mage, you're getting Sylvan Advocate, which is a 2-3 that turns into a 4-5 fairly vanilla, not the best thing it can hit. You can hit your Spell Quellers, you can hit, those are like the only things anybody actually cares about. But can you, you can chases. hit Eldrazi Displacer, you can hit Jace, you can hit Nissa fast with Seer, you can hit Bounding Crisis, Tireless Tracker. Like, all these cards are just so good! It especially is, at instant speed!
0: And the fact that it's just continuously getting more support. For example, Spell Queller just fits right into these decks. So, Spell Queller is my second biggest problem with Standard right now.
2: Uh oh. oh. it's disgusting. Spellcaller
1: is too aggressively costumed for what it does. Yeah, you know? I think it needed if okay, so if Spellcaller hit CMC three or less, I'd be okay with it. But the fact that it costs three and can hit up to four means even if you're on the draw, it's probably better than your opponent's next turn play because it's like, sweet, I've got the Spellcaller. Oh, you're cashing your four, your turn four spell. Uh, nope, and I've got a 2-3 flyer, and now I can just sit here and protect the spell
0: all game. See, and the thing is, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch topic over to modern for one second, just one second. See, generally, I brew my own modern decks, and it always bites me in the ass, because I'm dumb. I can't just pick uh, a deck off the internet and just play that deck, because I'm just like, I don't know what deck I like, so let's try and find mechanics that I like and build around that. I built Modern around Spell Queller as soon as it came out. And also, as a caveat to this, because I'm really bad at building decks... I can't take a brew that I built, go to a Modern event, and do any good. I built this deck, and on the power of Spell Queller, On the power of Spell Queller, I took third... Yep. On this deck's first outing that I built hours before. That's good. Like, this card is really strong. Like, there's n- there's no bones about it. If the card can make me do decently with a rogue <laughs> deck in modern, it's a good fucking card. Okay, take it, take it back, Tyson. <laughs> Alright, so
1: Ban Coco is like the single deck to beat. Um, Ginger here was looking at the open because I told him to do some research on standard because he doesn't play a lot of it. And how many slots of the top eight at the last open were uh four were Ban Coco four of them, wow that seems awfully diverse. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, half of our top eight's the same
0: deck. Uh. So it wasn't uh wasn't Celesnya tokens like five
2: out of eight at some point too.
1: Uh, once upon a time, I have problems with that deck too. Not like that one's
2: easier to deal with. That one doesn't play Spell yeah, yeah, it just doesn't play. Oh, you're trying to board wipe I me? Mean, no, I'm gonna hit the only single board wipe that you're playing in your deck. Yeah. Uh, most uh, most controlled decks are only playing language. But that's fair because language helps to get around
1: Avison. which for anybody yeah. that didn't know is why you're playing language over like end hostilities and stuff. Yes. But I well, expect also end
0: hostilities is cons, so it's yeah. gone. Um, I mean um, instead of planar outburst. There you sorry, go. forgot my terrible five mana
1: board. Boy Not a there.
0: problem, buddy. Thanks.
2: <laughs> Thanks for keeping me in check. Planar outburst. Yeah. <laughs> Not. Also, yeah. the problem with you know spell is you hit the languish with the spell and then they have to burn a removal spell on the spell and then the languish goes off. So that means that they took two cards to deal with the board instead of one. Unless they spell the languish again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the big problem: is you know they spell my languish. Sweet. Chances are they're in a really good position. They're going to kill me next turn. Or if I try to deal with that spell they've got. To, they're not going to commit to the board anymore. They don't have to. They don't need to. They have no reason to. Like, they've got a spell queller plus uh, enough dudes on the board that I was willing to languish. They have a board state. Mm-hmm. Guess so they are don't there's... even have to tap more mana. They just sit there and make me play Magic. They go, okay, draw, land, go. So for me to deal with their board, now I have to deal with the spell queller. And since they're a Bant deck, they can be playing a handful of counter spells and things to just, like, protect stuff. So I don't think anybody's doing it yet. I don't know if anybody's doing it in the sideboard. Like, the spell is obviously a card... Negates a card. These are two things that are like always going to lurk in people's sideboards, but we have Turn Aside now, mm-hmm. which uh, can do a lot of things. It's basically a one mana in a gate if it's targeting a permanent you control. So they can play like Turn Aside. So if I go to if I go to deal with the spell caller on the field, they can just counter whatever spell it is, so I don't get that language back. So they're going to continue generating advantage off of that and. If they have it, they can just cast another spell call around whatever removal spell I'm going to do, further advancing their board state.
2: Yeah.
0: And it especially gets wonderful whenever you have, like, Rattle Chain, Selfless Soul. Is it Selfless Soul or Selfless Spirit? Selfless I always-
1: Spirit. I always want to call it Soul,
0: but it's Selfless Spirit. Same. And, like, Mausoleum Wonder, which is basically this whole big control package that stops. See, but but that's not Bent Company. That's Blue White Spirits. You need Collected Company. I don't run Collected Company. Your deck can't even top eight without it. Um, I don't know well, yet. I haven't actually a chance to use it yet. Um, look at bad Company. I have band, band, Screen, man. Tireless whatever. Tracker. Silver Advocate. Whatever. I you go Band, you get to play uh, Well, yeah, yeah, I do have Band. I do have Tamil yeah, Where's your Collecting series. Company? I don't use it because I don't need it. Well, obviously you're a bad thing. Collecting Company is the best card in this format. It's a crutch. It uh, is absolutely a crutch, and I'm going to say that. It is a crutch.
2: I, I don't think... The collected company is the best card. I think it's the second best. It's only the quote. It could be the best only because of the targets that spell it hits. Crawler. Yeah. So the
1: big problem with collected company is uh, it lets you instant speed reflector mages. Yeah. If we're gonna be honest. And oh, also,
2: yeah. you can randomly like you know if there's a removal spell in the stack, hit a reflector mage and a spell crawler. Reflector mage, third creature, and yeah. And spell call the removal spell. Okay, because we haven't started implementing video Gingy's yet. just
0: wanking it here. No, Tyson, like that
2: actually happens quite a bit.
0: And Tyson's illustrating the wanking. <laughs> we have to. We don't. Video is a thing that may come within the next few episodes. Well, I mean, if Tyson's <laughs> just wanking
2: it off over here, I don't think we want to put video That's in. That's very true.
1: Fair enough. Fine, I'll be appropriate when we have video. But until then, I can
2: do this all I want.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
2: Ew, ew, it's on the keyboard. Why? No! No! I paid great oh, money for this. Hey, The sticky keys notification came up.
0: <laughs> <Shut> up.
2: <laughs> Can oh, we talk yeah. about something other than Coco? Uh, sure, let's talk about Spellclaw more. I don't want to. Card's, Card's really good. good, though. Card's well, too good.
0: What do you want to talk about right now, then, if not Spellclaw? Maybe, okay. like,
2: different decks? Like, uh, what? I don't know.
1: Like, like what different
0: decks? You what different shut decks up. are there? <laughs> okay, what so, decks? so to be fair,
1: there were four <laughs> other decks in you. this week's open. In the top eight, because we only have four of them that were Bankokko. Right, right. <laughs> uh, they were green-white tokens, which is also a a testament to the format's stagnation. Yeah, uh, green-white. Like, it, it's more a testament to what did Eldritch Moon bring to this set, and the answer is nothing. Um, Eldritch yeah. Moon brought us spell but it didn't bring us any new decks, any new
2: archetypes, uh, and that's part of my big problem with decks. Eldritch Moon. Huh? Brought us some angel decks.
1: I mean, yeah, but black-white control was already a thing. Now it just has angels. It, as has, a oh,
2: better right? and it has a better win condition.
0: How long did it take for Gulgari to Control to realize that Sylvan Advocate was a card? Like, I've seen seasons past lists, and none of them had Sylvan Advocate. Now all of a sudden, Golgari <laughs> Control has Sylvan Advocate in it. It's
1: because you have to battle Spellcaller. Yeah.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: You have to get under Spellcaller. Yeah. Like, I'm not even kidding. If you're not under Spellclaw, and if you're not ahead of Reflector Mage, and even then, Sylvan Advocate's pretty lackluster in the face of Reflector Mage. Mm-hmm. Because basically like you Bank run open Spellclaw.
0: still one of the best decks for that reason. Yeah, you just run Spellclaw, Reflector Mage, and basically, you know, whatever they get out before you can start quelling, you can just reflect.
1: So now, Green-White Tokens is one of our still-continuing decks. I mean, um, trying
0: I, to. <laughs> no, I think I won the
1: open. Yeah? Yeah, it took first. Oh, did what? it? This past weekend, Green, Green White, White Token Tokens yeah, by White Token
0: Lebowitz, I believe, was his name. Yeah. Then I'm looking at the wrong uh, topic eight of the list. list. Yeah, whatever. Because uh, yeah. the, the one I see is yeah. one I see here is Star number City Games. Anyway, the
1: guy he plays pretty regularly. Yeah. Um, I am not sure if this was his first open win, but
2: I've seen him at events. He usually does fairly well. So, for those of you who aren't looking at the list right now, it's first place is Green White Tokens. Second, third, and fourth are all bank. Collect <laughs> Bank Company. Yeah. Uh, fifth is Green Blue crush, Crusher Tentacles. Sixth is absent Control. Seventh is Bank Coco. And eighth is Black White Angels Control. Jesus So, Christ. to be fair, saying that spell quality is the
1: only thing that came out of Eldritch Moon is a lie. Like Tim said, we have angels. And it did allow us to have... He, he, he didn't say that. that. I oh, said that. Ah, eh,
0: Gigi said it. Whatever. All right, so Ginger said we got Angels. Titan's massive ego no longer recognizes us as individual people. (laughs) (laughs) You are Brissola. So we melted. I am Emerald. Oh, shut your mouth. You are Brissola. I am Emerald. Jesus.
2: Nope. Done. All right, so anyhow. Fucking away.
0: Ginger apparently said we got Angels. I'm Emerald. Fuck McCroll.
1: (laughs) Done McCroll. Ginger said we got the Angels. Black White Angel Control is a pretty sweet deck that came out of this, but it's literally (laughs) the only new deck that I'm aware of. Like, everything else is pretty stock. We, like, Ali Entrazi did bring us high Control. And Which I
2: think looks sweet, too.
1: Yeah, he's been doing pretty well with that. But outside of the Bant Coco decks, the only thing that we really have that's new and exciting, so to speak, is green-black
0: delirium-oriented decks. Yeah, Yeah. And, again, the black-white angel control. I feel like green-blue delirium could be a thing, too. Or not green-blue, <laughs> black-blue, sorry. So, Sorry, that was ridiculous. Zombies. That thing I just said. Uh-huh. So amusingly
1: <laughs> enough, there is potentially a green-red delirium madness type shell. But why? That sounds
2: adorable.
1: Because fiery temper and noose constrictor. Yeah, but
0: why? Again, why? Because it already because
1: has. Because noose constrictor is really good. You have aggressive bodies, and then you have the removal that red gives you. In Fiery Tempers, Lightning Axes, um, Avacyn's Judgments.
2: Yeah. This thing sounds adorable. I don't know how good it's going to be, but it sounds adorable.
0: Um,
1: but, like, you have the Gnarled Wood Triad Dryad. You have Sylvan Advocates still. You have Dustwatch Recruiters. <laughs> fucking Sylvan Advocates. Jesus Christ. Like, good.
0: You yeah, they got all good these good
1: green-red cards, and then you just play things that have... Like, you play, um, again, Noose Constrictor, which is the one-one for two... You discard a card, it gets plus one plus one until end of turn. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Then you just just use that to enable your madness and delirium.
2: It's a colorless green for a two two. Yep. And then discard a card, it gets plus one plus one. It's like things just really good, and there's potentially a shell there.
1: Um, I can't say for sure, but I know somebody has started like talking about it and working on it. But the big deck that came out. Shut
0: up, Tim. Aware of what I just did. I I don't. Oh, the the quotes in the air. air. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's an audio format! (laughs) Anyway. I will get used to it in time. So, the. (laughs) And before you get used to it, then we get video, and then you're not doing it anymore. then you just don't
0: do it anymore.
2: This is like what? Episode 10 right now? Uh, I don't know. It's a number. It's some number.
0: It's episode 10, I think. I think. Yeah, 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 it is. It is. It's episode. Even if it's not, it is now.
1: But anyhow. (laughs) Uh, The big deck that came out that's not black-white control that was actually waiting for Emrakul, similar to what my deck has been doing, uh, it was the Blue-Green Crush deck, which the first had encountered this deck was a couple weeks ago when I was at that PBDQ in New Jersey that I was talking about. Okay. Where I played my deck to top eight and just got crushed by uh, red-white humans because who keeps Draconic Roar in against the Eldrazi deck? <laughs> Fair. Um, but it goes, like... It ramps and then it casts a card called Sight Beyond Sight. Or at least the list I played did. I haven't
2: uh, pull up the blue-green crush list. Uh, yeah, I have to find it here in a second. But a they thing. cast You're, like, Sight. He's like standing here fucking sight. off
0: on his phone while Tyson's over here ranting and I'm just bored. So, okay. it's, just, it's just
2: because he's sitting over here ranting. <laughs> they cast sight beyond he sight. You did warn sight, us is that is he and do blue. This.
1: And it has rebound. You look at the top two cards of your deck, put one in your hand, one on the bottom. Uh-huh. So then the next turn it comes off rebound. And since you've cast it, it counts towards your Surge cost. Oh, boy. So then you ah! get to Surge your Crush of Tentacles by just actually paying five mana.
2: No, it's not in this list. So this one's not playing Sight Beyond Sight? No. All right,
1: so what's the new Blue-Green Crush that's playing? It is playing the right?
2: Uh, yes. How many? One. Is it playing Cokes? No. All right, I didn't think he is. But he is playing the Traverse with Delirium Package, right? Yeah, he's playing Traverses.
1: So this guy is... Let's see. We'll talk about it. Green <laughs> Blue Crush by Corey Dissinger. Okay. Fifth place at the Open this week, this okay. past weekend. Okay. One Hangerback Walker. Mm-hmm. One Bounding Crassus. Mm-hmm. Four Dem Protector. Uh huh. One Elvish Visionary. Uh huh. Four Noose Constrictor. Almost uh-huh. like we were just talking about that guy. Oh, uh-huh. Jesus. One Void Grafter. One Emracle of the Promised End. One Ishkana Graf Widow. That's a terrible Two Jace Rins Prodigy. Two Nissa Vastwood's here. Planeswalkers. Two Kiora Master of the Depths.
0: Did you ever think there would be a moment where that card would be playable in anything?
2: No, fucker. This came out of it's nowhere. The Master of the Krakens. No, no, nobody. If no. you could, if you could, I'm surprised
0: Jinji's still alive from the look I just no. gave him. Okay. <laughs> One
1: Clash of Wills. Two yeah. Pulse of Marasa. Three Oath of Nissa. Four Crush of Tentacles. Two Nissa's Pilgrimage, and three Traverse the Olvenwalds. Right. Uh, nine forests, four islands, two Blighted Woodlands, two Evolving Wilds, four Lumbering Falls, one Rogue's
0: Passage,
1: oh, come and on. three Yadamaya Coast. So,
0: what this deck I would call this deck does, half and half. Half so, of it sounds really good, and the other half sounds like, what the fuck did you just say? Hey, like, is half you a ready deck better than yours? does? Wow. wow! My deck has spell color, <laughs> Shut your goddamn mouth. Okay, yeah, so neither of you is playing
1: Coco. Huh? Neither of you is playing Coco, though. Yeah? So? You're both bad. That's why he's not first, he's fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Coco for those hanger <laughs> back walkers. Yeah, well, you get the bounding crasses, the dead protectors, the arbitrationary, the news constrictors, the void tractors. Like, there's so many hits in here! This isn't even a Coco deck, and everything it. Dragon plays, gets hit by Coco.
0: Except for Traverse, Oath, uh, Nobody cares about spells. All the non-creature spells that are in there that bricks Oath or uh, bricks Coco. Nobody plays real spells. hard. So anyhow, what this
1: deck does is it surges a crush of tentacles, then it plays a dem protector face down, and then flips up to buy back that crush of tentacles, and then it casts the crush of tentacles again. Uh. And bounces the dem protector back to its hand. This deck literally just crush loops people until it kills them.
0: Ah! <laughs> oh! <No. laughs> Sounds adorable. I hate Den Protector. I hate Den Protector for this very reason. I
2: hate Morph because it doesn't use the stats. Well, so it's like stupid. You hating Den Protector might make you hate it more because the Green Black Delirium decks now. Because yeah. then you could just play Death mist Raptors too. Just throw them into their yard and flip over your Den Protector. Get back your Death mist yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So my biggest qualm about this deck is that it's not playing one swamp so it can actually activate Ishkana.
2: <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Oh my God. It, you, you just play a church estuary or something. Well, like
1: you've got the traverses and the blighted woodlands. It's so like I don't know. And the evolving be... wilds. So why not play the one swamp? Come on, guys, step up your game.
2: Just I'm, I'm just randomly about that. bolt people with Ishkana. Mm-hmm. We want we just want magical Christmas. Well, you li- ma- you randomly yeah. for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, you it, don't yeah. bolt them. You for them. I know,
2: but my point being, you have breach.
1: <laughs> so the sideboard right? for death Miss Raptor.
2: Uh-huh. Of course it does. Because, yeah. you know, you need to dem protect a Deathmose Raptor, and
1: then they don't know which one they're killing when they're face down. Yeah. Two Narrowood Dryad. Of one course. World Breaker. Two Son Aerial Volley. Bitch. One Clash of Wills. Two Was Negates. Is one. Volley?
0: One I love how World, aerial volley. world oh, Breaker's is? just in there, because that card can just be played in yeah, anything. card's good. Yeah.
1: One Clash of Wills, two Negate, one Summary Dismissal, one Void Shatter, and another Ishkana.
0: We want to talk about a, a card that gives standard problems... World Breaker's is one of them, actually. Um right, So Gingy
1: asked what Aerial Volley is, so we're gonna pull that up right quick. It is green, instant. Aerial Volley deals three damage divided as you choose among one, two, or three target creatures with flying. Huh. You know what it kills?
2: Spell Queller. Spell Queller. Sure know it, does. You know it gets hit by Spell Queller. Yeah. <laughs> Catcher's Middle up. must be bad. That must be. It's a green spell. It's obviously bad.
0: That, that also gets countered by Mausoleum Wanderer. No, not even any tricks. Just pop, done. Ugh. So, anyhow. Screw you guys.
1: <laughs> so, anyhow. We're um, selfless,
0: selfless spirit, too. Actually, sack this, throw indestructible. Do all the damage you want, dickhead. Okay, Blue Green a- Crush deck is probably one of the
1: cooler decks to come up. I'm not sure how much popularity it will see. I'm not sure how long it will continue to be around. Um, Green-white tokens, we've talked about parts of that deck before. You know, it just plays good cards and does stuff. I wouldn't say it's a, an actual problem deck, per se, as it's just a really hard-to-deal-with-value deck. Mm. Um, Bant Coco I think, is a big problem. Uh, Coco just yeah. needs to go away. Well, I cannot will wait for a soon. rotation. I know, but mm-hmm.
0: not soon enough. It's I like, c- what, September or something?
1: Yeah, personally, I cannot wait for a rotation to come. So we don't have any more collecting Wait, companies. Are we sure
0: it's September? Because that seems really soon. It's like September or October. Yeah, somewhere. I think it starts there. the tail end of
1: September. This ro- it, we're on the new rotation cycle, so it's really weird. Yeah. Um, does, can do either one. of You want to pull up the Wizards page and check it out? I can check out it is out. Exactly. Hold on. But like we know the set comes soon, and it makes for a really weird rotation cycle. But, so it's what Kaladesh that's coming next?
0: Yeah. Kaladesh Kaladesh and
1: Aether Revolt are the next two sets. So, like, when Kaladesh comes, we lose Dragons and Origins, and I think that's going to shake up this format a lot. Because at that point, we lose Collected Company, which means we're not playing all these stupid spells at instant speed. Uh, So we're not, like, getting Reflector Mages for tons of value. Like, we still have to worry about Reflector Mage Eldrazi Displacer, but it's going to be a lot harder for those decks to get that colorless mana source. Because we're also losing Painlands, which is a super big enabler for that deck.
0: Yeah, yeah. It looks like mm-hmm. we are lo- we are getting Kaladesh and losing Dragons and Origins on uh, September, September 30th. 30th. Alright, so the
1: actual last day of September.
0: Yeah, so essentially uh, two more months of this shit. And then we get something hopefully fresh. Yep, yep. Hopefully new and good and... Uh, Allowing for us to really take advantage of the control stuff that Eldritch Moon gave us. So, I think blue white control has a good chance at a resurgence
1: if we get a half decent, like, four mana board wipe I to thought, replace languish when it comes.
0: I thought you were uh, yes. very staunch on it not being a, c- a control deck, but a uh,
2: a tempo deck. I'd be fine. What, with Spirits? Tempo deck. Yeah.
1: Spirits is a tempo deck.
2: No, he's saying for a four mana yeah, I'm saying in the future, if we deck. get
1: a four mana board wipe to replace Languish, yeah. blue-white control can make a resurgence.
0: Well, then how would it be? Well, then what would be blue-white control if not the spirits deck? An actual blue-white control deck? Wow. Oh. Well, what do we have for that? Uh,
1: so what do we have for blue-white control?
0: Yeah. We have
1: Unsubstantiate, which admittedly is not necessarily a counterspell. It's a tempo swing, but it's good enough that I think it can be played in control shells, as far as standard goes, anyhow. Um, we can follow that up with scattered to the winds. Mm-hmm. We can follow that up with summary dismissal. We can follow that up with clash I don't know. Yeah, no clash leaves. Oh, clash does. clash does leave. of okay. origins, yes. Um, so like then we're going to have I don't know. Those are the big counters. Those are the big counter spells, as I air quote them again.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that we're going to have that are going to be like useful in the coming standard. The deck can also play Reflector Mages to help generate a board state and make blocks happen, but I don't know that it's really where the deck's going to want to be. Um, for its endgame, it will play, like, as Wing Cons in a control deck. It'll play, like, all these cheap removal spells and try to interact with your opponent. Oh, we have Blessed Alliance. Blessed Alliance is going to be massive for that type of deck moving forward. Um, Blessed Alliance and Unsubstantiate are probably the two most important parts of that deck. And what's Blessed Alliance? One in a white Escalate.
0: Uh, oh! 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 oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Yeah! Pay yeah. two
1: to choose another mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, two colors to choose another mode. By default, choose one of three. Um, target player sacrifices an attacking creature, or target opponent. I don't remember its warning.
0: That's the uncommon one, right? Yeah, it's the uncommon one.
2: Gain
1: yeah, game for life, or untap two creatures you control.
0: Yeah, or up to two target creatures, or something like that. Yeah, like blessed alliance. Because I know, yes. I know. Whenever it comes to the white escalate cards, the common one's pretty good. The c- uncommon one's really good. The rare one,
2: so Jinni's eh. giving us exact oracle uh, on blessed alliance. Target player gains four life. On top, up to two target creatures. Target opponent sacrifices an attacking creature.
1: So blessed alliance with unsubstantiate as your early impact spells is just huge. Um, annoyingly enough, I think this deck's going
0: to play spellcaller. Although I still say that's like a tempoy type of card. Well what do you want? There's no other real controlly win cons we have right now. Sphinx's tutelage is going away. Have you
1: read uh Sphinx of the Final Word? Card's
0: pretty good. Hmm. Flying you can't be, be countered. Your your you're
2: instant source. But it can be returned
0: to your hand. By what? By unsubstantiate. That's
2: hexproof. It does have hexproof.
0: Um, hello, return target spell to your owner's hand. Unsubstantiate doesn't counter it, it returns it.
1: Alright, sure, at that point it's
0: okay.
2: Yeah, but it's still going to come down next turn and ask But Hexford. what other
1: deck's playing Unsubstantiate's is the real question?
0: Uh, the Blue-White Tempo deck that we're talking about here? They probably would have burnt their Unsubstantiate on something else you were trying to use to kill their board at that point. There are three games in a round, sir.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying <laughs>
0: it can't happen in one of them. But there are more important things for them to worry about I, have, I have, substantiate. I have literally never seen... Because you didn't mention the cost of Sphinx in the final ward. Isn't it like five blue-blue? Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Perfect it's <laughs> a control
1: f- yeah, it's con. perfect
2: control finisher. Yeah. It's
1: hexproof, it's flying, so it can't be hit by things. It's got evasion. It can't be countered, and it makes it so your other spells can't be countered, so you win every counter war?
0: It does do that. Still a seven drop. Right? Yeah, but you're a control deck. Have so you ever played a control there.
1: an actual control deck, Timmy?
0: Yeah. Do you know how often you cast seven drops in those decks? A lot. A lot, but that was a totally different format then. That was right. when we had like uh Khan's fate and Theros and all that shit. Okay. Like, it was a totally different format then. Okay. But, but like, saying we're okay po- and actually participate in the conversation, Tyson! I I'm waiting for your actual point, because we're talking
1: about a changing format.
0: <laughs> yes. But the thing was, you could get away with that shit then. You can't so much now.
2: Yeah, but. We're not talking it, about when, once. We're it, talking in once two months. This rotates. He's talking if we get a good four drop board wipe. Like, that's what talking we're talking about, talking about, about. now. We we're we're about, about just, two months from now.
0: I'm just saying, that's a pretty big if because we still have some of these cards that we've got to deal with out of. Because the thing is, like, you're talking about getting around. We would still have green, red, aggro. What list? What do you mean, what list? Show list so me a green-red aggro list. Well, again, we're talking about a shifting format. Things are going to change, so some of the aggressive There will are...
2: be an aggro deck, there will, will be a ton of mid-range decks, and there probably will be a control deck. Yeah. Okay, so
1: the thing about aggro decks is Blessed Alliance is going to crush them. Yep. Would. Oh, you're attacking? Sweet. Oh, game four and kill your dude. Does that have a point? That's exactly what happens. So... <laughs>
0: Like, this deck's just going to crush the green-red aggro deck. I'm not even afraid of it. <laughs> all right. Which well, is, I think, sphinx, the final word, is just a lame card. I really I mean, do. That's fine. Just say that the first time, then. Well, I was just trying to <laughs> wait for you to actually get to the point of where it's actually good, and it's not really. It, it's a. It's good in quite a
2: bit. Yeah, it's really it can't, good, it not Because it can't die to removal, because, like, none of the board wipes hit it. That we have right now, and then if you say that there's a four mana, literally destroy all creatures, then yes, it does hit it. But but there's also Sacrifice. Mm, yeah, but you're probably playing like one or two Manlands randomly. You won't have mana available at seven. So the thing about Sphinx of the Final Word is
1: this is something that comes from somebody that's played a lot of control decks in their age. Um, you don't play it at seven. You never ever play that card at seven. If I see you play that card at seven and you complain
0: to me that it's bad because it died because you played it at seven... I'm just going to slap you. I never play that <laughs> card. I never... Like, I tried it, and I don't like it. I don't get to do anything with it. Anyhow, the deck
1: will have other win-cons, if we can move forward now. <laughs> so, that's one really good Well, you win know, that point.
0: was that was the question is, what is the win-con for this deck? And you right. just went and off and speaks to the final word and kept going.
1: It's because you kept going off on how bad it was. There's what is bad? bad? So, our second win-con is... Probably the really, really good wincon that I would expect this deck to play. Okay. Uh, Elder Deep Fiend. Yeah. That right. card.
0: Really Wait, which good.
1: one is that? Uh, the flash one for eight mana. Mm-hmm. The tap four permanents.
0: Oh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Yeah. That so, one. I'm stand behind that one.
1: So we have mm-hmm. that as a potential wing con. and it also has an emerge cost as well. By the mm-hmm. way, uh, it's like five blue blue for the emerge cost. I
0: think. Sounds right. Something. Sounds right. It's fuck it. It's so, like we've got that as well. Wizards, just rewrite the card for us if we're wrong. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Don't think it's going to work like that. I Listen. <laughs> I don't know about that anymore.
2: Hey Summary you. dismissal is
0: all I have to say about that one.
2: That was random luck <laughs> bullshit that you got away with. Um,
1: at present, we don't have any other like particularly good blue-white wing cons that I can think of offhand. I'm sure there's more. Like right now, we could technically play secure the waste, but eh. But that, w- we'll yeah, rotate that's them. not forward.
2: No, that's not two months from now. No, just kill them with you know Ormondal. Just make tokens and kill them.
0: I mean, I did Randomly. that in Esper. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like Kaladesh is going to give us like a lot more Thopter stuff. Lo- lot, lot so, more artifact stuff. Yeah,
1: amusingly enough, Kaladesh is probably going to give us a lot of red. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, you know, Chandra's Homeworld, Artifact stuff, and that's what they seem to like. They really like Red and Blue for Artifacts. Mm-hmm. So, I would look for a lot of support there, moving forward.
0: Yeah. I just wish, uh... Actually, you just you just hit on something that I was actually kind of pissed off about. Uh, the whole Shaman of the Pack thing in Origins, whenever mm-hmm. uh, we saw Elves for, like, eight people in the room were playing sh- Elves in a six-man event. And, uh... I was trying to find something in Origins... And the multicolored cards that stood up to it, and the closest thing was Reclusive Artificier, which was the uh, the blue red multicolored card, and it was awful. It didn't it didn't come close. Like with Shaman of the Pack, it did uh, damage to what was a creature or player, and it didn't even do damage. Opponent. It was just a, a, a opponent. opponent opponent lost life, lost life and, and it was a loss of life, card. so it wasn't even preventable in that way. And then like I was going through these cards, and I found Reclusive. Let me just pull up Reclusive Artificer really quick. Because I don't remember exactly what I did, but I know it's not of note. Not good? Not at all. It's like, two blue-red has haste. When reclusive Artificer enters the battlefield, you may have a deal damage to target creature equal to the number of artifacts you control. That's not even close. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Not even close. So
1: the other thing about the blue-white decks moving forward is they also stop access
2: to Declaration and Stone. Which could be a very,
1: very powerful card.
2: Yeah, it can be. I don't know if we're getting a lot of Thopter stuff. You can
0: just completely destroy their field. And they don't get the, you know... They don't get the clues. Yeah, if they're tokens, they don't get clues for that, so...
1: Yeah, blue-white, moving forward, looks really, really strong as far as the control list goes, and I'm really excited for that. Um, Because you also have Archangel uh, Avicen as another Wing con still as well. Right. So you can, like... The potential is really, really big there, because you can, like... Alright, you didn't do anything, I didn't do anything. EOT5, flash out Archangel Avisen. will um, upkeep, draw, land, bash for four, go. If they go to deal with your Archangel Avison, you can just Elder Deep Fiend, sacking it to reduce the cost by five. Yeah. Go blue blue, Elder Deep Fiend, tap four of your lands or something.
0: Yeah. And
1: then you've got four mana up still to fight a counter war.
0: Yeah.
1: Ooh! You... An overwhelming denial might actually be playable in the upcoming standard. <laughs> <laughs> Two blue-blue can't be countered. Surge, blue-blue.
0: Oh, yeah, it is up to four target permanence, not non-land. So, yeah. yeah you so, tap whatever the shit you uh, want. Music, uh, also, beyond that, if I
1: opt to be cheeky about it, I can go, you know, moving forward, or if I just decide to build this here soon because there's enough of the shell around that I think it could be a deck, I just don't think it's going to be good enough. Yeah. Um, untap your upkeep. My Archangel Avison lived. Flash out my Elder deep Deepfiend. Tap your four lands. Yep. Uh, you can draw now. Have <laughs> fun with that. Ugh. You guys ever heard of a card called a uh, Button Click? Yes. Because that's basically what you just yes.
0: did. Yes. Yeah, I have heard of that. So remember how Small. I said I went third in Modern? <laughs> what was it I had in my fucking sideboard Trickbind? I didn't think to put it in for that match. It would have been real good. I'm st- <laughs> hey, first time using the deck. Trickby specific tells you what me it does
2: on the card! I know, you that's why I picked it. You specifically asked
1: me for a stifle effect that I gave yeah. that card to you and you didn't even use it in I the magic that it mattered?
0: I Not hate sideboarding. That you needed it for. I hate sideboarding so fucking much, especially with new decks, because it's like, what comes out for this? I don't fuck. Even though I should have had the answer the whole time. Yeah, those two Sun Titans I put in at somebody's suggestion. Those cards were real bad in that day. Hey, it was cute, though. It was cute, but it was never came up. It was just oh, real bad. Oh, you didn't even do it? No wonder you think it's I terrible. W- I won too fast! I'm sorry! <laughs> Fucking the, the two other rounds where I didn't have to worry about Mistbind Click tapping all of my lands, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess the game's over. I'm gonna go do whatever now. <laughs> Wait for the rest of them. Yeah, I think blue Eye Control right. has a
1: good slot moving forward. <laughs> Um, wow. I, re- I really hope that the format just shakes up. Blue-black control could be a thing. Black-white control is obviously a thing right now because it's just got all the good removal. It's got the card draw. It's got
0: the discards. Cause, like, it's got Sorin. No, it's A, better a lot position. of the
1: decks don't really top deck super well. No. Um, the best top decking deck is, guess what? On, somebody guess. Somebody guess. Bant Company. Bant Coco! Because, <laughs> you know, it just top decks a company. It's like, oh, look, Build-A-Board Workshop. <laughs>
2: You said that so smoothly, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. Uh. <laughs> uh, that's what it does, though. It's like,
1: alright, I'm going to hold this Collecting Company. Oh, you're going to dress me? Collected Company. Ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's not wrong. No. No, he's not. Collecting Company is a really if strong If Collected Company was
2: a sorcery, I'd be okay with it. If it was a
1: sorcery, yeah, it'd, it'd be still sh- unplayable. <laughs> It would stri- Actually, it'd, it'd still be fine as a sorcery, but... It'd be
2: fine. It wouldn't be busted.
1: The problem is that it lets you rebuild after a board wipe, and it lets you just do everything in instant speed. Yeah. Like, Reflector Mage is not a card that they wanted to have flash, or they'd have just given it to it.
2: Yeah. Oh, God. If that thing just literally had the line of flash. Ooh. If that thing had flash and it wasn't a Mythic Rare, I'd probably be upset. Uh, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Be good. I mean
1: at least rare. Like at least it would have to be at least parody with spellqueller. And I think spellqueller is
0: at too low of a rarity. Not not really. I think it's one of those hidden rare. I think it's one of those hidden what is hidden it? Hidden mythics. Yeah, hidden mythics where like it's a rare, but to get them I had to beg borrow and steal to get my play set when the set first came out because I was getting a play set of those cards. Because like, like I said, I've already built two decks around it spanning two different formats. Possibly three. <laughs> I was going to try it with Legacy tonight, you know. All you really got to do is put, you know, instead of mana leaks, you got forces. Instead of
2: paths, you have swords. Just try it out and see what happens. You have daisies, you have stifle. You actually have Stifled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you're probably just playing Delver mm-hmm. with it. Um, I'm don't... assuming you'd be playing Delver with that card. Mm, nah. No. I don't think so. No. Okay. No, the
0: sad part is the creature package is still exactly the same. You still have Drunk School Captain, Spell Queller, Mausoleum Wanderer. Uh, Oh, what the shit was the other one? Selfless Spirit? No, Selfless Spirit. Rattle Chains? Rattle Chains, that's it. Selfless Spirit isn't in the modern build, so it probably wouldn't be in the Legacy build either.
1: So here's the thing about um, the Blue-White spirit stack and Spell Queller and its stupidity on power level. Uh, If anybody watches the Jeff Hoogland deck tech from week one... Of uh, the Open Series when Eldritch Moon first came into Standard. <laughs> Hoogland literally went. Uh, yeah, this is a deck that plays Spellcaller and then 16 other creatures to protect Spellcaller.
2: Seems fair, essentially. It's, it's
1: true. Mausoleum Wanderer sacks to counter spell that's targeting Spellcaller. Selfless Spirit sacrifices to give Spellcaller indestructible. Um, Rattleshains comes down to give Spellcaller Hexproof. And Archangel Avison comes down to make everything indestructible. This deck is literally four spell callers and 16 creatures to protect spell callers.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's basically. No. That's except good I, spirits. Except I run the band I ran the band version with Sylvan Advocate cuz I don't run the Archangel Avisen. I don't know, I just don't like it.
1: Archangel Avison's really strong. Like Archangel Avison not- is what made me jump on Esper control back in the day. And Then it's like I don't get to play nearly enough between like judging and store stuff. I'm not So I-
0: I'm not arguing the power level of Archangel Avison. I just don't want to I want to keep the curve lower. Yeah, now that I think about it, one of our first podcasts was like me
1: just jizzing all over how good Archangel Abyssin was, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah? It's been a while, boys. <laughs> we've, we've come back. <laughs> well, we've... Back view. around to
2: Coco being good. Who knew?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, to be fair, Nissa Voice of Zendikar looked really bad, and then the format shook out in a way Words when really cons and Fate rotated... The Nyssa Voice of Zendikar is super playable. Voice mm-hmm. of Zendikar, The three-drop one. Yeah, one green-green. Plus one, make it on one plant. Minus two, Yeah, everything, everything gets a plus one, plus one counter. Yeah. And nobody cares about the LT because it never gets there because it's just making tokens and pumping the field. Yeah.
2: But mm-hmm. it's part of why that deck's so hard to deal with, though, to be fair. It's because of that and Gideon emblems.
1: Uh, Just that and Gideon. So Planeswalkers are super hard to deal with right now in Standard. And if you're not applying a lot of pressure to the board, it's just hard to deal with them. The problem is, the green white tokens deck is playing two planeswalkers that make tokens to defend themselves and then grows them. Yeah. So, like, it's just really hard to interact with that deck on any functional level. Because, like, you want to clear the board of creatures, but then their planeswalkers are still there and you don't have any creatures because you just cleared the board of creatures. So, it's hard to do that. And it's hard to actually. Just pressure those planeswalkers properly. Yeah. As the game progresses, Nyssa just starts making multiple plus one plus one counters on things. And soon enough, those plant tokens
2: are like two threes that are
1: really hard to interact with. There's.
2: I don't think there's very good. Other than Ruinous Path, there's really nothing that I can just be like, oh, hey, look, that planeswalker's gone.
1: But Ruinous Path and Anguish are making me the only two that I can think of right now.
2: There Um. Fair to the slaughter
1: to the slaughter can make them sacrifice a plane but you're going to have
2: to you have to have delirium yeah i know which might be better now because of the green block delirium decks yeah, so uh, if you don't have
1: delirium they're just going to sack one of their tokens and make to the slaughter invalidated
0: see if there's anything here nope okay i was just check- oh No. okay i was te- checking uh memory lapse podcast at gmail.com to see if we got any questions we didn't however I did want to I w- I bring something up. Uh, the limited format for Eldritch Moon, the mm-hmm. draft format. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hearing complaints from a player that feels like the, uh, the limited format, all of the cards that actually offer interactivity for the format are mm-hmm. rares, therefore much harder to bring into limited. Do you agree with this? Uh, no, mm-hmm. they're, they're all right. green.
2: They're all green. Yep. Interactivity between you and the other person? Yep. All green. Yeah, no, Pray yeah. Upon's green? Yeah, the ones that actually are pseudo-removal.
1: Pray upons green. Um, I can't remember the two. I played it against you, Jinji. It was one and a green target creature you control gets plus one plus one and deals and damage fight, equal to its yeah, power to another target creature. Um, that's green. Yeah. Uh, there's rabbit Bite, which is green. Like, all the common and uncommon removal is probably green. Yeah. If we're going to be honest. And it is Um, based on creatures.
0: Now that you're really... Now that you mention it, I... Yeah. Savage Alliance is red, uncommon. That's a good
2: one. Um, There's a 5 draw black one, which isn't good by any means, but it was good enough for what I needed it for. we've
1: We've paid five mana for removal in older formats. Yeah. In limited formats. Um... Yeah, basically, it's all green, honestly. If it's. If so. Green removal is really good in uh, the Outer Twin Limited format. Yeah. So you
0: disagree, but you're going to tell me that it, it's all green. Like, that, yeah, it's that's pretty much not an issue. That's not an issue at all. It's fine. Oh, I never it's, said it wasn't oh, an fun. issue. I'm well, just saying there's a lot of it.
2: It's not all rare. Yeah.
0: I am now exasperatingly uh, rubbing my face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? Um, what are you rubbing your face with, Tim? My hand. <laughs> Anywho, anywho, I, I'm
1: sure there's more. Like blessed alliance is an uncommon white card that interacts with your opponent. Yeah, like I said, savage. Uh, I think that there's enough removal that if you need
2: it, you can find it.
1: Savage alliance is a red uncommon removal spell.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, I think I think it was just a little a little on the salty side. Well, like, we're not going to name names on that one. So Generally, we're uh, being more complimentary. And the two had a giant that I played.
2: I oh, I missed that. How was that? Uh, it was it was good. I played uh, black Bates, or black blue zombies. I opened a gizzard off. And a prize amalgam. So I guess you knew what you were yeah, playing. I, I was a, like, okay, that, I mean, that's, that's what already, I'm doing. That's already an amazing deck in this limited. Yeah, format. Yeah, and then like zombie. I just played all the black zombies, all the blue zombies, and get I was yourself
0: like, delirium enablers, and you're good yeah. to go. It's like okay, but get get like one artifact creature.
1: So what what was the limited format that they played exactly? Did they say? Huh. It was pre releases. So it was four moon two shadows. I believe. So, Shadows has a lot of blue interaction as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, blue, green, red, and black, I believe, all have solid interaction at common and uncommon. Um, and yeah. white has the, again, Blessed Alliance, and I'm sure that there's other stuff that I'm not thinking of. But there's a handful of removal. The thing is, they can't put too much removal at common and uncommon slots, because then it makes a super boring limited format, because everyone's just killing everything.
2: Yeah.
0: Eh. Well, it's not... I don't think it was just that he was bitching about, but he generally
2: bitches. Well, but you know. It's like I, I was playing I was playing that deck that I just said. Yeah. Um, and yeah that had, deck's good. I had I had a Gissinger off and I had two uh what is it? they well, I can't remember to recall there's something spirit. Or it, it's whenever you cast it, you get a one one spirit with it. Uh, the two zombie. two zombie that yeah. gets one one spirit for four? I can't remember and, its name but I And you can them. cast it from the yard for a colorless and a black, discard two cards and you cast it and there's tapped and you get a spirit. Yeah. Well, I was just literally hard casting him from my graveyard with Get Giraffe, Giraffe, and I was just chump blocking with them. <laughs> while I was getting spirits and killing them with the spirits. Yeah. You were also getting Prize Malcolm back. Yeah, and I was also doing that, which it felt so good. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no way you, you can out removal it unless you kill Kiss and I,
0: I cannot I can't keep this a secret anymore. It's not even just the pulls. Like if you play dem- Demir Zombies with Delirium in any way in limited, that, that's pretty much yeah. the deck to play in this. Like that that's format. all I've
2: been playing in this limited format and I've been doing good with it. It
0: was like it was like before it was like Green White Humans was uh, pretty much taking every every limited format I had played for Shadows over Renistra. Now it's blue black zombie ish delirium stuff. Do so I just definitely not get to play good. in the
1: same limited formats as you guys? No, apparently not. Because, like, I played Mono Blue Control in Triple Shadows Limited and ended up taking down the event. And then at the one pre release I actually got to play in, I played Green Red Werewolves. And I, didn't won play. The event. I
2: didn't play in the pre releases, so. Yeah, you did. You played me. I didn't play but in, in any, any of the pre releases. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure huh? what. No, I didn't play in any pre releases. I thought you played in the. No. It must have been Sealed Deck then. It was probably Sealed. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't play in any pre releases
0: yeah, I'm not sure what limited format you played, but every time I played with the Shadows uh, Limited, I built white-green humans and took the damn thing. People yeah, bitched because bu- I kept getting Equestrian skill and fucking tearing people apart with it. Yeah, it. Good. People
1: pass it because they're like, oh, this requires having a human. Yeah, but if you
0: got a human, it's real good. Okay, yeah, like, it's still plus three plus three and limited, which is strong. Yeah. For four? Yes. Human? Trample. Yes. I always built these decks and I always managed to get everything I needed, especially whenever I would get open the armories and true faith sensors to go with it. It's like, come on, man. Why are you passing me these? That
1: just sounds like people
0: don't know how to draft.
1: Why are no you offense passing to anybody me these? who listens,
0: but I don't You know. gave me an open the armory and you know I use Equestrian skill every fucking time. Come on.
1: I don't know. I played Mono Blue in Triple Shadows and I played I feel like... A, okay, if you didn't have it as well... I know somebody else in a pre-release also had an Ulrich. I had an Ulrich, of Mirror wing Dragon...
0: Oh, that's obnoxious. Yeah. Mirror Wing Dragon um, is obnoxious. I had that's a Silver
1: good. for Partisan. I had Pray Upon. I had Aim High, I think, is the one in the green one that gives a plus one, plus one in fights. Maybe. Or deals its damage to... Deals its power to target creature. So, like, I just had all these good cards and all these werewolves... And then I had Savage Alliance on top of it. Savage Alliance cracks limited formats wide open. Anybody that does not know what that card is, it's two and a red for an uncommon. Escalate one colorless. Um, three options. One of them is give all... I can't remember if it's all attacking creatures or all creatures you control trample. Mm-hmm. The other one is deal one damage to each creature, target player, or target opponent controls. And the other one's deal two damage to target creature. So you give your whole field trample, deal two damage to something, and then deal one damage to everything else. So the thing that took two damage took three damage, and then your entire field has trample, which means since everything took a damage, if it was blocked, it's trampling, and it has one less toughness to deal damage to before trampling over.
0: Damn, that's mm-hmm. good, actually.
1: Savage Alliance is a phenomenal combat trick. Yeah, I never saw that card. You yeah, they the cost wrong. Two in a red, Escalate one. I had that right. I thought you said it was
2: one in a red to escalate. No, yeah, two in a red,
1: escalate one. You um, said one.
2: You did say one in red, I believe. Oh, well, I, yeah, meant, I don't know. I
1: meant escalate one. But it is choose one or more. Creatures target player controls gain trample until end of turn. Savage Alliance deals two damage to target creature. And Savage Alliance deals one damage to each creature target opponent controls. So. It's a good card. Yeah, it can just do a ton. Um, I got to play an Orich into a Savage Alliance, giving something to plus four, plus four. And then just being like, "Fight K, okay, tramples, killed that one to all those." Did I win? <laughs> Did I do good, ma? Oh, you, proud you can,
0: of me. You can scoop now.
1: <laughs> like every time, every game where I played Savage Alliance in the limited format, I just won. Yeah. On the spot, it's like, yeah. it's like, man, this is limited. So we have these super awkward board states. Not anymore. Hello, nuke, swing, uh, blocks like this, K. Okay. <laughs>
2: Um, so something that I Well I, I played in the two at a giant And my partner didn't Understand that Whenever you build synergy in limited It's a lot more powerful than just having A bunch of random good stuff uh-huh. yeah. Like if you have synergy you can Eventually win
1: eh, I don't know a bunch of random good stuff Will eventually
2: win too Yeah. Uh, uh, what
1: kind of synergies are we talking about here
2: For example the zombies that I was playing Okay like, yeah. yeah, well, that's a bunch of good things that happen to Synergize. I guess that could be fair. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, when you're drafting, per se, don't just draft things that... Wait, it was two-headed it, giant. How yeah, No, I'm, I know, but he's saying that people didn't know how to draft. Okay. Like, just don't draft everything that you think is just really good. Be able to r- learn how to read the packs... And see what other people are taking And see what would be better in certain situations Like, yes, you do just want A decent deck to begin with So, like, you want a decent amount of creatures Some spells, some removal If you can get it And if not, oh well If there's nothing good in the pack Just don't take the only card that's in your colors Try to hate draft something yeah,
0: generally I go by the rule of 14 creatures, 8 non-creatures, and then 22 lands. Yeah. Unless I'm playing something with like a really low curve, but even then I would not... Or not 22 lands, 18 lands, sorry. Because um, it's 22 non-lands, 18 lands. But I never
2: go less than 16 lands in those decks. Um, I am actually different how I do that. Because like, if I'm playing an aggressive deck, I will have 17 lands, no more, no less. Okay. If I'm playing a control deck, I will have 18 lands, and go to 41 cards. Yeah. Especially like I was playing uh, the two drop. Look at the top five. Put any of them in any number of them into the graveyard, and the rest on top in any order. So that way, I need I wanted more lands, so I can just pitch them and then do whatever I needed to do. Right. So
1: while we're talking about drafting real quick as well, and people are trying to give pointers and tips and stuff. Uh, I don't know who we are to give fucking tips on this bullshit. But anyway. <laughs> So, in draft, you have three packs. Each pack has 15 cards. So, you'll have 45 cards to build your deck out of. Mm-hmm. You only use 23 of those cards. That means you have 22 slots of hate draft. Yeah. So, you don't even have to just pick things that are on color for you. If I'm building green red werewolves, and... Uh, let's say I'm building blue-black zombies, because I'd take this in, if I was building green red werewolves anyhow. I'm building blue-black zombies, and I see a Savage Alliance come around, or a Blessed Alliance or something like that, that I know is really good against me and just really good in general. I'm gonna take that. That's one of my like 15 hate draft slots that I don't care about. Especially with both of them, they are splashable too. Yeah. Well, that's why I use blue black zombies as an example. Yeah. For. But yeah, like uh, at that point, you can just splash into Esper or Grixis if you really want to. Though I wouldn't encourage going to I, three colors.
2: Um, it's not encouraged, but it, it can definitely be got be done. Yeah, it can. Work like for the, it. the one draft I. I was playing blue-black zombies and I was splashing green because I had one of the green uncommon dual lands mm-hmm. and I just played like two forest or whatever, and I splashed for a Tyler tracker. Let's get going. Lo and behold, that thing won me some games.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, like when you're drafting, don't just draft colors you think are like you cards that you think you have to have, so you have enough cards for your deck. Get enough cards for your deck and then hate draft stuff you don't, you don't want to see. Or if you have an idea like. You know we're pack one, and I'm like three cards deep. And I'm like, man, alright, I'm already committing to this because you know I opened a Mirror Wing Dragon, and then somebody passed me an Ulric for whatever reason. So not, I, not gonna happen. <laughs> maybe there's another rare in the pack that they wanted.
0: Not gonna happen. There was have a Tamiyo in that. the pack. Are right, mm-hmm. you gonna take Tamiyo or Ulric? Ulrich. Uh, I feel like Tamiya has a better chance of winning the game. See, so, yeah, I'm taking All right. Tamiya. See, so now play you thing. gave me an Ulrich.
1: Thanks. Your example that will never happen just happened. Good job, Yeah. Tom. No, it didn't.
0: <laughs> this is still just a theory. It didn't actually happen. It can happen,
1: is the okay. point. Okay, all right, yeah. all right, Whatever. So now, like, I'm already super committed to green-red on these because I have two bombs. Right. But one has removal, one turns into a bigger bomb. And it's just like, all right, I'm going to play these. I'm going to win the game. If I then get past a blessed alliance, I'm probably going to take that because then I'm not I'm committing to green red and I'm going to play green red more likely than not cuz my first couple picks were really good but I can hate draft that early to make sure nobody else sees it. So here's a fun thing that happens at that if you're playing with other like really skilled drafters, they'll start to think that white's not available if you're just taking good white cards to hate draft them as well,
2: mm-hmm. which means
1: other people won't take white that are near you.
2: Yeah. Wow. Which means that on the next go around. People are passing you good white stuff.
1: Which could let you flex into Naya if you wanted to go three colors. But, you're killing green cards, red cards, and white cards. It's not like, complicated, It gets to the game it's it's in the game. It's
2: stupid. At the end of the day, it's dumb. See, drafting, a lot of people think drafting doesn't take a lot of skill because you just, you know, generally take cards in your colors. No, sealed deck but, requires well, just being you know, really lucky. The unfortunate
0: yeah. point is a, that a bit of the, everything,
2: everything,
0: everything can be made like like it's like a super theor what am i trying to say like I it's, don't like know. A, like you can study everything and find a method to make everything into like a super min maxi thing you know yeah like everything don't anybody say that there's anything that you know you won't have uh, an, a an a skill to mold with doing any aspect of anything because with drafting especially cuz like they're saying like you can mold the way you draft and
2: how other people are drafting around you by things that you do. Yeah, by what you take and how you take it. Because, like, say I open my first pack, or, like, somebody passes me something that they were thinking about taking, and I'm like, oh, my God, I want this. And you just slam it down. They're like, okay, so he really wanted that card. I'm not going to give him that again. I mean, the thing like, is you also, theoretically, you don't know what that card is. Yeah, you don't know, but, like, if you look at the packs enough, you can kind of realize what people are taking, And what to not try to give people.
0: See, I generally don't... always gave me equestrian skill, and they played against my ass. I generally don't care what I'm (laughs) playing against more
1: often than not. I care more about what I'm taking off of the table by my hate drafts and what I'm getting myself. Yeah. Sometimes my hate drafts end up going into my deck, because it's like, this card's really, really bad for, like, people to play against, and I can splash this in.
0: Fair. But it can happen. It can happen. Now, you have to be incredibly careful with hate drafting, though, because you don't want to hate draft so much that you start forgetting what you're building. Yeah, Correct. You have a set amount of hate draft slots.
1: Um, Ideally, you want to use about ten slots to hate draft, and the other slots are potential sideboard cards for you. Yeah, just flexibility,
0: Mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah. In case you're like, well, the rest of the cards in this pack don't work, there's nothing
2: particularly powerful, but this card could work in the deck in a pinch if I need one in that slot. Yeah. Like, you can take some... If you're playing blue-black zombies, you can take some more card draw that won't make the deck unless you're playing against another control deck. But it's a come to temptation. Yeah. One black-black, draw two, lose two at instant speed. You can play one reasonably in the first game, and if you're playing against control, board in another one. Or if you're lucky enough, board in two more. Or if you're playing against an aggressive deck, you know you can't afford to lose that life, and you just get rid of it. Yeah.
1: For like something that helps you stymie that life loss, like, um, like a compelling deterrence. Because yeah, you, know, you go something. early zombie, then you compelling deterrence, bounce that card back to their hand, and then make them discard. So not only are you getting tempo, you're also getting advantage off that as well. You're one for wanting them, plus costing them a turn.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like these are things that I look for whenever I'm looking for cards in like draft and stuff. Compelling deterrence is generally good enough, but if you're playing zombies as well, that card's just absolutely phenomenal.
2: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. Um, <laughs> I don't
0: even know where to go just, now. Yeah, we just had a lot of agreement going on there. Oh, do, do we want to go somewhere else, or do we want to close? I almost feel
1: like we just sign off and we talk about you know some draft stuff next time, like more oh, draft yeah. stuff. So we
0: want to we want to hit limited next time. Yeah. Uh, what, a, what is what is our? We've got standard for the next two. Shit. Standard shit. standard draft. Because I haven't I haven't had a chance to uh, play in this limited format yet, other than pre-release or really the standard. I. I mean, maybe, we'll try
1: for, uh, maybe we'll try doing a draft on Sunday then. Possibly.
0: Good. Um, I may not be available on Sunday until later in the day though, because that's that may be an issue.
1: Well, Gingy and I won't be available
2: on Saturday because we're going to be up in New York. Mm. Probably will not be available Sunday either because work. And you. Oh yeah, boy. Yeah. Oh well.
0: Oh well. Well, uh, we'll we'll try to iron something out for next week. We managed to cobble this together somehow. So, yeah, yeah. This yeah, was just... literally cobbled together. But hey, what's our conversation topic? No uh, idea. I don't know. You got one? I hate
1: collected company.
0: All right, we'll roll with it. <laughs> and that was pretty much how this uh, this podcast was born today. So, uh, so well, I mean, it started with trolling me with Aldrazi planeswalkers. What? This entire
1: podcast is fueled by no, my rage. No, 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 no. Age. <laughs> I mean this episode. No, yes, the, the initial
0: with the entire thing. <laughs> yes, the initial bits of the podcast started with you and Aldrazi planeswalkers and. Yeah. they will never happen. Yeah, okay. They're
1: Planeswalk, but they're not
2: planeswalkers. Okay. Okay. It's okay. But what if... <laughs> what if Emrakul controls, like, Liliana or something? But she doesn't. Emrakul's locked away. Point being, what if Emrakul, Kozilek, or Ulamog gain control of a planeswalker? Two of them are dead. Shut up! Point remains the same. We did just have fate where we did just do time travel. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You shut up. We could do it. Anywho, Tyson, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's
0: the big takeaway from this. Just, yeah. All right. Just Tyson, uh, shut up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, remember, you can send us your questions or comments or whatever you want us to talk about or anything like that to memorylapsepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I am Tim saying goodbye. Genji, bye-bye. Tyson. Shut up. Bye, guys. To the room, motherfucker. (laughs) Shut your mouth.